This is a special podcast produced on-site at ShishMed Connections 2022 Annual Conference outside of Washington, D.C. as we talk with keynote speakers and session leaders direct from the show floor. I'm Bill Klaproth. With me is Kelly Dearman, Vice President of Strategy Management at Wellspan Health, and Sarah Gebhardt, Director of Strategy Management at Wellspan Health. Kelly, welcome. Hi, Bill. Thanks for having us. You betcha, Sarah. Good to see you as well. Good to see you too, Bill. So exciting to be here at Shishman. I know. Isn't it great to be here? Yes. Isn't it awesome? In person. In person. Podcasting it, with you. It's excellent. It feels like old times, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Even though we've just met. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's the way we like it here. Shishmed Connections. We're all connecting. That's what makes it great. It's a family. It is a family. That's for sure. So we're going to talk about primary care transformation planning within an integrated delivery system. So Kelly, let me start with you. So how do you create engagement within the service line during the planning process? Yeah, we just had a great concurrent session talking to our audience about this very thing. For us at Wellspan, engagement in the planning process is just as important, if not more so than the plan itself. So we set off our planning process with a, a multi-hour retreat and we engage the service line leadership. We engage most of their team members, as many as can be accommodated in the time. And then we actually engage a variety of other of our colleagues and stakeholders across the system to be right there at the table with them. So a lot of other Shishmid type people, we've got our marketers and our communicators and our innovations colleagues join our service line teams as they start thinking about their plans for the future. So why is the planning process so important? I mean, you, may, you really made it clear like it really starts in the planning process. That's where the engagement starts. Why? Maybe that might be overlooked sometimes. Why is that so important? It's extremely important because it really does get everyone on the same page, it levels up on the current state, you know, where are we in the what we're doing, but also what's going on around us nationally or regionally, the context in which we're planning in, make sure everybody's on that same page to start. And then it actually can build that inspiration and that collective discussion about the future. So it's not just handed to teams. You don't have one leader, two leaders in a room, and then they show up one day and say to their teams, this is what I need you to execute. It's really critical to allow everyone's voice to be part of the process all the way along. So you're bringing everybody to the table. Is that right, Sarah? You're kind of getting everybody involved? Give us your thoughts on that. Yeah, I would agree. It's extremely important to bring the whole team into the process. Kelly had made that same comment in our presentation earlier about the process is sometimes more important than what the plan is as we work through that together as a team. So we really try and encourage our service lines to bring their team members. Physicians are key as well. We want to engage the physicians in the conversation, have them be a part of it. Certainly, as Kelly said, we do not want to say, here's your plan, please execute on it. So yes, really, really important. Yeah, I think that is important. And Sarah, then how do you manage or think about the intersect between service line plans and market or hospital-based plans? Yeah, definitely a really critical part of our planning process for our organization, which is an integrated healthcare delivery network. So we work both on uh, regional-based plans that are more market and geographically oriented in terms of what we want those geographies to be able to accomplish within our health system, but also the service lines are a key component as well. So typically we look at the service lines as having that lead perspective on what they're going to do across the system 
They truly are the experts in terms of what the trends are within their service lines, what the advancements in technology are, and where that service line needs to go in the future. And then we try and bring that into a regional view on how to execute that within a particular geography. So very important for us to have our health system work together on both the regional plans and the service line plans so that we have alignment and execution when we can prioritize that moving forward. So there's a lot that goes into this. How long does this planning process take, Sarah? There is a lot. There's a lot of moving pieces within our organization. There's a lot of key players and stakeholders that are really informing the plan. In the most recent work that we are doing, in some cases it can take us up to 12 weeks to really go from the initiation and kickoff event where we're really bringing that team together for the first time. And then over the next several weeks, really kind of ideating on what is the most important thing for our our work? Again, what are those key trends? What's coming to us in the future and how do we position our service line successfully as we move forward. So you're right, it takes a lot of time. We have a lot of stakeholders involved and we really try and, and be very thoughtful about the process. I like that word ideating that you used. It sounds like this long stretched out planning process gives you time to really think about it. We're like, you know what I was thinking the other day, I know we talked about this, but maybe we should, is that right? This really taking your time to ideate on this really helps you flesh every area out to make sure you're covering every base. Is that correct? Yeah, it's definitely part of the process. It is not about getting in a room with just a packet of data and making some snap decisions. It's an opportunity to look at changing environment and landscape, as I said in the beginning, the voices that, you know, Sarah's answer to that previous question, the stakeholders, the regional colleagues, hospital leaders, all kinds of engagement to make sure we're really rounding out the thinking. So yeah, you have to give it its time. And we've heard from some of the keynotes here at Shishmid some of this thinking about, you know, sometimes you're what you think you're executing on. If you just widen that scope of thought a little bit more, you might have found that your uh, sixth idea ends up being the one you're going after. So we do take our time and allow it to kind of have a couple of different starts as we go down different paths to see what's the right answer. Yeah, as you both are talking, I'm thinking of the words consensus. You're building consensus among the different teams and collaboration as well. Is that right? Definitely a lot of that collaboration. And our organization, as Sarah said, that integrated network, it is all about collaboration. That's why we, that first question, we really belabored the engagement that is critical in the process because without it, without the multitude of dialogues, you could have a, a lot of different directions you know, coming out of that process. We want it to be one direction for the service line that everyone can understand and can execute upon. I would also offer the word alignment, which I just think is very critical. I like it. Especially with the multitude of stakeholders that you have involved, the importance of alignment across the system and those stakeholder groups is is really critical. And we've found that out as we've done our work within our organization. Again, as you think back to that regional or geographic planning to the service line plans, the alignment so that we can advance the work together is really critical. And also alignment with our senior team as well. Are we advancing these plans in the direction that the organization is really looking for? So going back to the time question, it does take time to not only create the plan, but create alignment, include that collaboration in the discussion. It's all important. I love what you said, advance the work together. Right, so that's the importance of bringing everybody in like that. And Sarah, how at Wellspan do you scope your service line plans? What is included versus what is not included in the service line plans? Give us some insight into that. 
That's a really good question because uh, as we work with these teams and we take all of this time, you can imagine that quite a many ideas are, are discussed throughout the process. But at the beginning, we really try and encourage our teams to be thinking about what is your unique opportunity to bring to the health system? Or what strategic question are you trying to answer as a service line? So for example, we've recently worked with our women and children's service line and they've talked a lot about how do you work with or how do you encourage services within a woman throughout the lifespan? How do you create that partnership with a woman versus maybe some of the other things that we already know are going on across the service lines? We have an annual plan for the health system that cascades critical work such as employee engagement or patient experience or quality and safety. So we try and separate that out from the service line plan so that it's not duplicated in the work. So we're really focused on, again, where is that service line uniquely positioned to help differentiate the organization? Right. And Kelly, I see you nodding your head. Give us your thoughts on that. Yeah, I was absolutely thinking that the differentiation in the marketplace and actually finding transformational opportunities to deliver care differently to the patient populations that the service line the service lines are organized to serve certain patient populations based on need. And uh, women's is a great example. How are we thinking in the future or now into the future? Women want care delivered to them in, in unique and convenient ways. And so it allows that service line to sit and think in this plan, you know, outside the bread and butter improvement you have to do on an annual basis, what can our plan offer to be transformational, delivering care different for women in the future that meets their needs better than it may have needed to meet their needs in the past. So we always are asking each service line, what are you uniquely structured and positioned to do? What unique strategic questions do you have to answer to sort of drive the health system forward? Right. Is it, is it as simple as you're asking them, hey, what problem are we trying to solve here for your community? Yeah, that's a great question to ask. Yep. Yeah, that's wonderful. Any additional thoughts, Sarah, as we wrap up talking about primary care transformation planning within an integrated delivery system? I just would say it's been a great experience here this week at Shishmid Connections. We've really enjoyed being able to talk about the work that we have done so far. We've been really impressed with the engagement of the, the group that came to the session. Lots of, of questions. So I know this is something that others are also trying to tackle within their, their health system. So that's been really great to be able to network with some additional attendees. Here. Absolutely. Well, thank you. You've been adding to Shishmed. So thank you for everything you do. And Kelly, what's your final thoughts? Yeah, I would just offer, I was thinking that the title of our uh, talk here today was really focused on primary care. I know we talked here on the podcast a lot about the process that we use, but I was, as Sarah said, really encouraged to see the questions that came from audience members during and after the session relative to primary care. It's nice to see folks really focusing on that foundational service inside of health systems that's so critical for the health of populations. And I'm always a big advocate for primary care in that way. So I just wanted to draw the thread back that we did talk to our session quite a bit about that, but the process really was the backbone by which we hosted that dialogue. So yes, same as Sarah had said, we've had a really good time here already so far, meeting a lot of good people and having really good dialogue. Yeah, well, that's what it's all about, connecting, that's for sure. Sarah, thank you for being here. Thank you, Bill. This has been great. Absolutely. And Kelly, thank you so much. Thank you. Enjoyed it.
And make sure you sign up for this year's ShishMed Virtual Conference, October 12th, 2022, plus on demand through the end of the year. The virtual conference will feature access to 50-plus sessions recorded from the September in-person annual conference, plus all new live sessions. Just go to shishmed.org, that's S-H-S-M-D.org slash virtual, to learn more and to get registered. And please join us at the next ShishMed Connections annual conference, September 2023 in Chicago. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and find access to our full podcast library at shishmed.org slash podcasts. I'm Bill Klaproth. As always, thanks for listening.